Hello and welcome to the first episode of our podcast. I'm The Shattered, and I'm here with my co-host, The Warrior. Hello. Hi. Uh, Today we'll be talking primarily about the current game meta and this crazy Twitter battle, um, Apex Devs versus Apex Pros, and some leaked content. Let's begin with the legend meta. Just a note before we begin. In the right hands, any legend is effective, and the power discrepancy between legends is not that big. Unlike some other games, which aren't quite as balanced. (coughs) Overwatch! (coughs) Excuse me. This list is, to some extent, subjective. These legends that we're about to talk about definitely need some tweaking, so let's begin. So, my first idea is Rampart. See, her ultimate isn't that great. Like, it's not horrible, but it isn't that great. Basically... What she can do is she can place down a mounted machine gun that's basically a death machine. But the main issue with that is uh, Apex is all about movement and uh, quick decisions. With her ult, you can't really move around or do anything. Your field of view is limited, and uh, anyone can easily just get behind cover or get out of your field of view. Uh, so what I'm proposing is switching her ult to something... If you've ever played Overwatch, Baptiste has a healing aura that she can send out. What I'm proposing is that basically she can use something similar to that, and because she's a gun modder, all guns are improved with like recoil, uh, reload speed, and sound. Well, the thing is, like you said, that the game is all about speed, and they in the le- in the last update they. Uh, they like decrease the amount of time that it takes her turret to start up, but still, it's not very practical because it has a really limited field of view that you can use. But uh, yeah, that would probably be useful. But there might be a lot of misuse of that, and then people will start complaining about it on the forums and stuff. But I feel like they get used to it pretty quick. So yeah. The next legend that we think needs some tweaking is Caustic. So, basically, what I'm suggesting isn't necessarily a buff. That's definitely what... Not what Caustic needs. Yeah, there's this other Twitter battle uh, separate to the one that we're going to talk about. But then in the chaos, they just started talking about that Caustic needs a buff. that, That was really stupid. So, basically... What I'm proposing is making Caustic a little bit more skill-based and less just throw your gas and then boom, easy kills. Uh, Basically what I'm suggesting is removing like a lot of the blur and slow effects so that it's easier to get out of his gas, but his gas should deal more damage and should increase its damage more quickly. That way, if you take the time to set up and trap and, you know, be a good Caustic player, and make sure that there's no way of escaping, you'll re- do really well. But unskilled players don't necessarily just need to chuck a gas nade into a building and then get free kills. I mean, wait, what, what would you expect it to start at? And then, like, after, like, what damage would it start at ticking? Uh, so currently, I believe it ticks up to 12 and starts at 2. Uh... I believe that it should be switched to starting at 3 and ticking up to 15 or 16. Okay. Well, how long should it take to do that? Like 10, Ruff- like 10 seconds, maybe? Roughly the same speed. Uh, after it inflicts a point of damage 
and it then goes up a level of damage until it hits uh, 15 or 16. I mean, yeah, the thing is with Caustic is that so many noobs can just play them and they have a great time because they can just get free kills, and that's why a lot of the players just hate him so much because that's all that's all he's really used for, and that way you could use Caustic more offensively because it's quicker to get damage, and then you could just rush in there with your... Uh, uh, Nox Vision. Alright, the next uh, legend that we think might need some passive changes is Pathfinder. So basically, uh, under Pathfinder's description, it mentions him as a forward scout. Currently, I don't really particularly find that the case. What I would expect from a legend with like a nickname such as that is a uh, legend that would basically go ahead and scope out the area, find the enemies, and then relay that information to the team or plan out an attack before the attack actually happens. So what I'm suggesting, this is a bit unconventional and a little strange, but I think it could be interesting. Uh, when Path is alone and not in a radius of his teammates, he would essentially get a very small speed buff, like 5% at most, uh, and all sounds made by him, obviously not shooting because then that would disable the effect, because it's just about recon, uh, like reloading and just walking should be muffled to a certain extent, maybe like 5 or 10%. So, like the thing is with that, like I feel like it should be more about like playing out an attack, because Crypto's drone is all about forward scout, being, being a forward scout and scoping at the area before anyone comes in, and they don't need to like, and Crypto doesn't need to sacrifice his life to go in there. And the drone is pretty loud, but it, it on the flip side, he's not there. And it, it takes like 45 seconds to recharge. So I feel like Path probably... Like, the devs have said that they're going to change the Path's passive in the, like, in the future. Maybe Season 8, um, a few months down the line. But um, because once they gave Bloodhound and all the other... Um, Recon characters, the ability to use survey beacons. They realize that his path, uh, path's passive is kind of useless at that point, so they they just gave him that filler ability. All right, so the next uh, legend that we have changes for is Octane, since we all know his sim is kind of, kind of getting useless and just damages him, but doesn't really help him that much on the long run and for his team. So. Basically, what I'm thinking it should be is uh, more like the stimulants found in Titanfall, where you gain a massive boost of speed, and as opposed to having Octane's passive, which could be reworked to be a little bit more team-centered, uh, which is a main problem that Octane is having, he would heal rapidly after he takes damage from his stim while he's still in a stim state. I mean... Yeah, the thing is with Titanfall Stim is also you get healed after, like, you get, you get like, a 20% boost in healing or something like that, and it doesn't damage you at all, so, and probably it would be in about, like, 20, 15, 20 or sec, 20 second or 15 second cooldown at that point, but, I mean, overall, I think that this would probably be a good change for Octane, because it's abilities right now are really, really not that good. Yeah, I mean, his jump pad can be utilized for some form of travel. I think it, uh, 
one change that could be made to that was possibly extending its reach a little bit. That make that would make it a little bit, you know, equal, not fully, but a little bit more to like pass zip or wraith portal. Wait, are you talking about like the horizontal width or like the or like the horizontal uh, distance it travels or like vertical? Horizontal as a horizon can basically just yeah, you know yeah, dominate the vertical. That. And um uh, yeah, that's about it that we have for Octane. Um, next legend we think that needs some changes is Gibraltar. So, I find it a little strange that right now, G Jibby is arguably as good as Lifeline, who's supposed to be the primary healer. So what I'm suggesting is not completely remove the fast healing from Jibby, because that's one of his main aspects that I think really makes him a good uh, pick in this game. But what I'm suggesting is actually making his dome breakable. Now this may seem a bit strange, but this way there's an actual counter so that the team can't just like, you know, deal damage and waste your resources and then back up into their dome and instantly heal up and rush. Yeah, and then like rezzing is also really fast in that. I feel like it might be a little too fast because like if somebody's fighting long range with like, I don't know, like beaming you with an R301 and then you get knocked and then you throw the bubble down and try to res, like the teammates res and they can pop off like a bat before you can even get there and then all your progress is basically wasted. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, with, like, the breaking, that, that'll probably, like, make a lot of people mad. Like, because it's so foreign to them, and JB's been really good for, like, almost too long now. And it's kind of, like, he made Lifeline obsolete, so Lifeline could do those idle reses, which are completely changed her uh, character for the better. And even so with those idle reds, it still doesn't particularly compete with Jibby because it's so obvious and it's really easy if you see that you're often just going to thirst the players so that they can't get back up and help. Yeah, and the, sh the shield pierces through walls with lifeline, so maybe they should probably change that. So recently, on Twitter, the devs and the pros have kind of been going at it a little bit. So basically, the argument started when TSM Imperial Howe on Twitter replied to a Michael Scott, No, God, please, no. No, to a tweet by a dev replying to a streamer talking about how they could fix Jibby's gun shield. Then the dev starts complaining about him getting all these notifications from Howe's tweet, and he kind of just expected him to play it off as a joke. You see, it seemed like this was supposed to be a joke, till Howe got a little offended. Then the dev tried to defend himself and say that Imperial Hal caused all of his notifications that he got, especially because he was on vacation. That's why he was a little bit pissed off about it. They start going back and forth about the comments that were made until Hal says this. And one more thing, if anyone gets slander off of me saying one word like no to a tweet, I might as well not exist. Then the dev replies to Hal by saying, this is you refusing to take responsibility. I can't tell you how to wield your influence, but if you honestly think in 2020 someone with nearly 100,000 followers can't cause harm by simply chiming into a controversial topic, I don't know what to tell you. The dev making a good point, but you can't exactly limit someone of their own speech.
recently, Trugdoll on Twitter has found a bunch of uh, name locations in the game files for Kings Canyon, where we should be getting a map update in Season 8. Uh, those include Lagoon Crossing, which should be probably near um, the river area, because, you know, it sounds like a marshy area. So, what I essentially think it's going to be is a tunnel through one of those massive chunks of earth that are meant to separate the map and make it so that it's not just a flat plane. Alright, yeah, the next one that he found was Spotted Lake. So, basically what I'm thinking is it's going to be possibly at the end of a river, because that's really the only way you could fit that, and there's nothing really at the either end. So... That's enough said. I'm not sure you're going to traverse the lake, if it's just going to be an instant death if you step in it, or uh, if you actually swim, or if it's just like a foot deep, but we'll see. Yeah, I'm, I would say it would be a foot deep. I don't think they're just going to make an instant death when you fall in, but alright. So the next one that he found was Uncovered Bones. Now, we think that would probably be... The, like, the area where Skulltown, the skeleton in Skulltown fell in, that would dry out, but we don't really know how you'd get down there, because right now it's just a giant cliff heading into the ocean, and if it dried out, it would just be a giant cliff falling into a sand pit. Yeah, I'm not so sure either. I mean, it could possibly be bones that were salvaged in salvage, but I doubt that. I mean, yeah, they do have that giant crane, but I don't know, this one's really up to speculation. So, another one is called Verdant Crossing. I you can't even pick up any hints from this. It could be another thing crossing over the giant chunks of rock because it says crossing, but it's really hard to pick up anything to speculate about on this one. Next is Cage Crossing. Now, I, although not giving us much, I have a very decent speculation of where this is going to be. I have a feeling it's going to be near the cage, and it's just... Again, it's not that interesting, it's just going to be a uh, basic tier loot, um, and it's just going to be a crossing between the cage and a nearby area. Yeah, because the cage is right now really boring, and it's kind of like a death trap if you get stuck up at the top. No one, I, I don't really know too many people who like it. Uh, the next one is going to be Crash Site. I feel like this might just be like one of those respawn ships that like crash somewhere and it's probably gonna have high tier loot and that may be like the only reason why it really gets a lot of um, recognition and gets a name. Uh, I have a feeling that this next one, which is Crash Ship, is gonna be like near Crash Site, but it's gonna be the actual section where you can find most of the loot. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. And then the last one is Destroyed Artillery Tunnel. Well, obviously, this is going to be a very pristine, nice tunnel near um, the cage, as we all know. But uh, essentially, in all reality, it's just going to be a one of the tunnels possibly like caved in or got damaged somehow. Yeah. I mean, there's two of them. One of them going um, to the uh, eastern side, and then one of them going um, to like the south or... Uh, southeastern side, but the thing is, like, one of those tunnels, I think it's the one that starts heading directly east, that one's probably going to be the one to get destroyed, because I feel like it's... Yeah, it's a lot less prominent. Yeah, and there's not really anything near it at all, so, and... Yeah, it'll make the escape from artillery a bit more. Yeah, and the big thing 
that was added this um, that he found the biggest thing is that there were a ton of sound triggers that were used for Mirage Voyage and now they were in the King's Canyon uh, patch and so Shrugdal said it looks like uh, Mirage Voyage is making a return to King's Canyon in season 8 my speculation of where it's going to be is that unnamed town sort of near airbase and bunker yeah, because that's just, it's like, it's pointless, and it's just a bunch of reused buildings, but, I mean, it's still a fun place to go, but it's really, in the eyes of the devs, it doesn't really matter that much. Or add too much to the game. Yeah, so, that's it for this segment. Alright guys, that's it for this episode. Make sure to follow and turn on notifications on whatever platform you're using. And uh, follow our Instagram, Champion Squad. Anyways, be sure to check in frequently to see when episode 2 comes out. See you later, you independent variables.